okay, this is actually not so bad. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Thank you once again for listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening podcast. My name is Brandon Anderson, and I'm here to take you through different aspects of my own spiritual awakening and my journey in hopes that I can help someone who's going through their own spiritual journey. Again, if you're a first-time listener or even someone who listens to every episode, I'm truly grateful for each of you, and I hope you all get something out of this. So I got a story for you guys, and it might sound familiar. Um, I got home from work the other day, and I sat down on the couch, and it was a Sunday, and there were tons of sports going on. So since I'm a sports fan, I did what sports fans do. (laughs) I watched highlights, and I got caught up on all the action from the day. I pick up my phone, I scroll through the app, and then all of a sudden, I get an email, I respond to that, I get a couple of notifications on social media, and the next thing I know, it's been an hour since I got home. And I've had very little interaction with my family, and I couldn't tell you much about what actually happened in that hour. It's just sad because that was an hour of my life that I could have engaged with my wife or my son or my dogs or just giving myself some self-care. And it kind of makes you think about when we sit down to eat, you know, you might sit in front of a TV screen like I do occasionally. And how much of your focus is truly on each bite? Do you taste the flavors, you know, the textures in the meal? And what about when you're full? Are you truly mindful about how much food you ingest? And I'm still working on that one because... I love food. So we've had enough shit happen in 2020 that life can feel like a nonstop and chaotic roller coaster. But my spiritual awakening has created this sense of awareness and mindfulness that is something I practice daily. And I think of times in the past where I've traveled to somewhere unique or had a really cool experience, but I wasn't present. I wasn't available. I wasn't engaged in that moment. And I missed out on a lot of cool sights and sounds. But even even from a spiritual perspective, you become so disconnected from the awareness of the physical world that you miss out on signs of guidance and opportunities from the universe. So this mindfulness thing, what is mindfulness? Well, good old Merriam-Webster defines mindfulness as the practice of maintaining a non-judgmental state of heightened or complete awareness of one's thoughts, emotions, or experiences on a moment-to-moment basis. Now, that non-judgmental part, that's a doozy. That's really important. How can you be aware of what you're experiencing and be willing to change it or acknowledge it if you're doing it from a place of judgment and the lower vibrations that judgment brings? When I practice mindfulness, it enables me to accept and surrender to whatever is happening in my life, no matter whether it's, you know, something that makes me feel good or bad. And food (laughs) has always been a weakness of mine, especially baked goods. um, I love them. But (laughs) before, before I began practicing mindfulness, I remember on a regular basis, I would just smash an entire pack of Oreos in one sitting. But when I began practicing mindfulness, I started to acknowledge that I ate something that has no nutritional benefit for me. And I remember sitting in that moment for a while and being mindful of how my stomach rumbled, how I didn't feel good about what I had ingested. 
and how I could have made a better choice. But I did that from a place of non-judgment. And that judgment is what keeps you down. It keeps you in those lower vibrations. But that mindfulness has helped me to become much, much more aware and make better decisions about what I put into my body. And I say better because baked goods taste amazing and there's nothing wrong with having a balance in your life if cookies are on the other side of the scale. So why do we need to be more mindful? The more mindful you are, from my perspective, the more often you release those feelings of anxiety and depression that come with thoughts of the past or like worries about what's going to happen in the future. And you can't worry too much about what has or hasn't happened when you're focused on right now and what you can do at the moment. And I always thought to myself, like, how in the hell can I practice being aware when my day is so busy, multitasking, quick thinking, fast paced environment? When I first started practicing mindfulness, I would set alarms on my watch every hour to remind me to consciously breathe for five minutes. And now it's more of a habit. But because of mindfulness, I'm able to regulate my emotions and get back into alignment with the energy that inspires me a lot faster than I did before. So a couple ways that I practice mindfulness, I want to share those with you guys and hopefully it helps you guys stay in the moment a little bit more. Um, the first thing is breathing and breathing is everything breathing and focus. And I've mentioned before in previous episodes, how much meditation has done for my mental, physical, and spiritual improvement. And the main reason is due to the mindfulness that meditation can create inside of you. And when I meditate, I generally take five minutes prior to do breath work. And that helps me slow down, slow my mind down and focus. And I just focus on the inhale And I'll mentally say, inhale, and as I exhale, I say, exhale on each breath. And sometimes I'll change the affirmations mentally, depending on what I feel like I might need to focus or bring into uh, reality in that day. Uh, What's important, though, is that you're completely surrendering to that inhale and that exhale as you focus on it. And your mind may create some resistance to the focus on your breath, but You always gently bring it back to that inhale and exhale. And at that moment, you get to a place where you're not thinking about the past and you're not thinking about the future. You're just you're there and you're accepting and you're existing. And just like when people have hobbies or play sports that inspire them, they'll usually tell you that they're so engulfed in that moment that what they're doing, you know, they they don't know what's going on around them. And the same thing happens with breath work. When you practice, you think of only the things that matter. You think of that moment you're in and how your body feels, which that's another way that I'm also mindful. Um, I'll do what's called body scanning. And this one is is important for me because I have so much anxious energy because I I think of the future a lot and things that I want and things that I want to change. And that energy creates a lot of muscle tension that is built up inside throughout the day. So it's important for me to take moments throughout the day to scan my body and see how I feel. And I start with the soles of my feet. I'll sit down or lay down and I'll take a few deep breaths. And once I'm relaxed, I'll visualize a scanner just slowly going up my body, becoming more aware of how my body feels. And when I feel something, whether it's good or bad, I acknowledge it. And then I allow the muscles to completely relax anytime I acknowledge a feeling. And I do that all the way up to the crown of my head and allow my body to completely relax every single muscle. 
you know, any muscle that has tension is released of it. And I've started to do this to the point where I've become more sensitive to energies and I have more awareness of block chakras or when I feel like the energy is flowing. And the last way that I practice mindfulness is while driving or while walking, especially walking. And these are perfect because I walk every day and I drive most days. And for me, being mindful while doing either of these involves more of the senses. And if I'm walking, I'm mindful of my steps, the sensations in my body, how I might be wobbling that day or anything like that, and I accept it with no judgment. You want to be focused on that moment. And then after that, after I do my body scan, I turn my attention to my senses, and I start with my vision, the colors, shapes, animals, trees, wa you know, water, I observe. And when something captures my attention that's outside of that current moment, that's not in that place that I'm in, uh, I accept that thought and gently bring it back to the awareness of what I'm observing at the moment on that walk. Then I focus on whatever sounds I can hear, like birds, you know, the wind or cars, and then it smells, you know, and I do my best to be fully immersed in that moment when I'm walking. And even driving, a lot of people might benefit from mindfully driving, and I think it will help reduce a lot of car accidents that occur, you know visualizing and seeing what's in front of you, seeing the car in front of you, your hands on the steering wheel, the acceleration, um, being mindful of all those things helps you live in that moment. And you're not concerned about anything else that's happening. And mindfulness for me also coincides with gratitude. And like I said earlier, so many times I've looked back in my life and wished that I was more present or more available in different moments. And now that I've acknowledged and accepted that fact from a non-judgmental viewpoint, I can allow myself to be more aware and more present in every single moment that I live. And the gratitude or the silver lining for whatever situation I'm in started to become more noticeable and more prevalent. And now those moments of what we call regret from not being present, um, they happen less and less. And I'm programming myself to be more aware and to be available to my family physically and emotionally, and just to be present. Um, one way that mindfulness has also improved my life is that it has allowed me to reprogram the way I think to myself and how I think about others. And a lot of us call ourselves stupid or fat or whatever that negative term is that you hold on to, because we all have one. Um, you know, that term that you use to demean yourself when you're not accepting your experience in life. And if you don't know by now, words and thoughts have actual energy that feeds your subconscious mind. And for years, I fed my subconscious and I spoke to myself in a way that didn't allow me to make mistakes or feel compassion towards myself. So practicing mindfulness has changed this completely. And now I have those negative feelings towards myself less and less. And when I do... I'm able to accept that thought and replace it with something that's flourishing or blossoming in my life. And if you think your life sucks and that nothing is flourishing, it doesn't because you're listening to a podcast with your ears, probably on headphones or an electronic device. So you're pretty fortunate. And not only myself, but I'm, I'm also more mindful about how I treat others and how I think about them. And I'm not saying that like I'm all happy-go-lucky to everyone, but when, I, when others live in a way 
that's not beneficial to the energy that I'm attempting to bring into my life. I just accept their decisions. And I know that each person has their own experiences that are shaped and molded their beliefs and their actions. So I'm mindful of that. But I am aware enough to keep my distance from that energy because I always want to live in a place of compassion, empathy, and truth. And if more people did that, like, wow, you know, there's no telling what we could all achieve together. So here we are at the end of another year. If you've grown and found, you know, silver, the silver lining in this chaos, you know, I'm proud of you because not much has happened this year that was beneficial to the growth and expansion of human spirit. And if you haven't grown, then look back at all the time you spent not changing and not evolving and not achieving. And in the last episode, the fear episode, I spoke about how I spent so much of my life not challenging myself and living in fear. And who, who wants to look back and see that they didn't grow or evolve? So I hope this new year brings you all light and love and protection and for anyone who is living in a place of chaos or turmoil, it all exists in your mind. And the great basketball player, Scottie Pippen, uh, who played with Michael Jordan, if you don't know who that is, but he spoke about his childhood on the Last Dance documentary. And he talked about how poor they were. But as children, they didn't know they were poor because they weren't exposed to anything else. They're, those brothers, they had a great life, like playing games, exploring and growing. So as children, poor didn't exist in their minds. So change that thinking, change the narrative of good and bad, rich and poor. Just accept what is your, right now in your life. Look at the signs, just take steps to evolve. And that's how I started this podcast. I had so many signs telling me to put my words out to people. And I truly hope that it's benefited some of you guys who are listening. So Thank you all for listening. We have some really, really cool changes and giveaways coming up for the new year. So stay tuned. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe for future episodes on whatever platform you're listening to. Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. And just leave a review, please, if your heart so desires. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at the GFSA podcast and also our Facebook page at TGFSAP. And Guys, seriously, thank you all for joining me on this journey. I look forward to expanding and evolving. And again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you all next year.